Welcome to Walking with the Archetypes, the podcast which gives you keys to claiming your personal power. For more than a decade now, I've studied the King, Warrior, Magician, Lover archetypes, and in this time of great turmoil, I will reveal their secrets. My name is Ivan Fingenskjær-Schellum, founder of Men's Initiation, Reclaim Your Inner Throne, and it's time now to head outside and walk with the archetypes. Hello and happy Friday to you. I'm out in the castle park again, felt drawn back here, and this is the first podcast recording that I make in September, September of 2021. And it's uh, definitely starting to get a bit cooler. And there's uh, leaves here wilting on the ground, so... Autumn is certainly approaching. It's been pretty intense over the last several podcasts as I've been sharing my concern over the way things have been developing in the world. And um, I will actually, going forward, give you some updates on the uh, rise of totalitarianism. Probably every podcast, as long as I've found something new. So you can look it in the eye. And then at the same time... Having um, reflections of beauty, of what is possible on the other side of this, finding peace even in challenging times, actually seeing this as an initiation, because it is. So that's uh, context for you guys. That is uh, going to be relevant moving forwards. And I appreciate you for being here yet again, and it's time to dive in. Today I'm going to speak more about this idea of having a sanctuary in your life. An internal architecture for a sanctuary in which you feel at peace even when the world is going mad. I want to do this full transparency because over the last couple of nights I've woken up um, restless in the middle of the night and uh, feeling, well, fair. Simple as that. And um, the fear is based on my visceral recognition that tyranny is on the rise. There's just, there's just no question. And uh, I'll, I'll drop you some data points to support that very soon. And, but, but when I have woken up in the middle of the night, just recognizing that my body-mind is taking a little beating based on what I can see. Um, I've also had the opportunity to to work with that energy. And I'm considering myself very fortunate to have that opportunity before it hits in a big way. And the way that I do that is actually to summon the architecture of sanctuary which was presented on August the 22nd for those of you who were present in that ceremony. Um, so first, let's, let's just cover some of these uh, data points. Um, one of the things that I um, have done this week is to get more familiar with the work of the eminent uh, Dr. 
believe he's a cardiologist, so not an immunologist or a virologist, but the most published author of um, scientific papers in his branch of medicine uh, in, in history, as far as I understand. And he developed an interest in COVID-19 early on and actually is becoming a leading authority in, in fighting COVID-19. So I watched a, uh, a video from back in May and I know that much has happened since then. Um, but uh, one of the things that I learned from that interview was that around the Western world and probably the whole world, doctors have received instructions from the academic or the, the, the various associations and institutes that offer guidelines for treatment. They have been given the clear instruction that when it comes to COVID-19, no patient should be treated. Instruct them to go home and wait until they're almost dead and then have them go to the hospital. And the efforts of actually trying to treat patients has come with the risk of losing your medical license, receiving hefty fines, and in the case of Australia, going to prison for up to six months. And um, Peter McCullough is one of the uh, medical experts that has developed a treatment protocol that's effective. And um, what he says is that based on his estimates, 85% of the patients that have died in the US alone would have been saved using a multi-drug treatment protocol. Um, yeah, they could have been saved. So that means that the doctors have received guidelines from bureaucrats that has killed hundreds of thousands of people unnecessarily, directly. So we're, we're basically dealing with an act of murder on the side of the authorities. If it's based on incompetence or malice, well, that's more, or more of a belief question right now. So, of course, he's just one of the guys who's now being considered to be some fringe crackpot, and anyone who's going to cite him, quote him now, is going to be considered a conspiracy theorist. Very strange how Nobel Prize winners and experts are now some sort of tinfoil people. Very strange. Another interesting data point this last week was the announcement of Joe Rogan that he had COVID-19 and he used some of these uh, outpatient treatment protocols to, to cure himself. And it sounds like he just basically threw the whole sink into his mouth and swallowed and waited to heal. But he had been using hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin and steroids and I don't remember all of the things that he'd been using. But the mainstream media, true to form, they covered this in <laughs> just a ridiculously dishonest way. It's almost impossible to believe that anyone trusts these people anymore. But something along the lines of Joe Rogan gets COVID-19 and takes horse dewormer loved by alt-right or something like that. So he's, <laughs> he's basically being defamed, 
the mainstream media is attacking him, even he has a way bigger platform than many of these networks by now, because obviously these networks have completely undermined their own credibility. But he's being attacked. There's a smear campaign now. And the kind of mental leaps of logic that these people who are trying to smear um, Joe Rogan as well as particularly Ivermectin because the medical authorities and whatever other forces mainstream media are trying to portray um, Ivermectin, the, the very famous antiviral drug, antiparasitic drug that has been used to cure river blindness in Africa. They're trying to, to frame it as a, as a horse medicine. And I, I have to admit that I've been surprised to find that there are actually people that take the animal medicine for this, which isn't safe. But basically there's a human ivermectin as well. Well, the mainstream media is presenting it as if people are taking animal medicine and just exposing them to unnecessary risk. While in this particular case, they're completely ignoring the fact that Joe Rogan cured himself of COVID-19 in three days. And so now we're seeing them scramble to smear ivermectin while at the same time trying to ignore the fact that he cured himself in three days. And, and, <laughs> and to be able to ride both of those horses at the same time is obviously impossible because anyone with half a brain cell can see that the dude is over it in three days. So clearly what he did worked. But, but because they don't have any argument as, as far as effic efficacy goes, they're trying to make it as if this drug is somehow associated with being right-wing. And so you shouldn't, you shouldn't abandon Ivermectin because it doesn't work, but because it makes you Hitler. <laughs> You're turning into Hitler if you take this drug. You don't want to be Hitler. That's our job. <laughs> in other news, um, in Australia, they are launching efforts um, to monitor the population in a, in a deeper way. And this has strangely been reported by The Atlantic which is basically mainstream news. And um, I've seen them post so much forgery and fake stuff in the past. So to find this in the Atlantic is, is surprising to say the least. But, um, but they're basically exposing the draconian and absolutely dystopian attempts of the Australian government to completely dominate their own population. So, um, what are they doing? Let's, uh, let's read the Atlantic article. Here we go. Interstate travel within Australia is also severely restricted. And the government of South Australia, one of the country's six states, developed and is now testing an app as Orwellian as any in the free world to enforce its quarantine rules. People in South Australia will be forced to download an app that combines facial recognition and geolocation. The state will text them at random times and thereafter they will have 15 minutes to take a picture of their face in the location where they are supposed to be. Should they fail to do this, the local police department will be sent to follow up in person. 
We don't tell them how often or when. On a random basis, they have to reply within 15 minutes. Premier Stephen Marshall explained. I think every South Australian should feel pretty proud that we are the national pilot for the home-based quarantine app. Oh, I've had it with this bullshit. I mean, these people are psychopaths. Let's be clear, these are insane people. And exactly how they turn insane, hard to know. Is it an archetypal emergence? They have weak ego structures and they've been put under pressure from corporate powers, stock powers, I don't know. But the fact is that they're fucking insane. And so I think I'll leave it there for now in terms of covering data points of the emergence of totalitarianism in the world. And you can just feel into the joy of having to have your phone with you at all times so that Big Brother can write you, completely disturb you and traumatize you every time, send you right into a survival response, having to run to some kind of place where they can recognize their surroundings and then send it to Big Daddy and Big Mama. Because we want to keep you safe, little child. I think, um, I think this is bit unclear in terms of what I've seen, if this is for everyone or if it's just for people who are in quarantine. But The Atlantic presents it as is, as if it is for everyone, but I think it might be for just people in quarantine. Anyway, let's move on to something a little bit more joyful. So I stand here at the lake, or actually it's, it's the ocean. Strangely, there's just a sliver of opening at the end of this body of water that connects it to the rest of the ocean. Which is a feature of the Stockholm area. There are so many islands and so many little waterways that connect fresh water with salt water. And it's very fascinating in terms of water here. Uh, so what I want you to do is just to sit down. I'll give you a little mini version of this little ritual. Understanding that the reason to do this is that you want to be a source of blessing and safety for people that you love. You want to feed a more beautiful world and a more beautiful timeline for humanity. And the key to doing that, as I've been doing in the night over the last several days, is to just really start leaning into this inner architecture. Because this is an architecture, right? Bring now your imagination, your strong intention to this idea that there is an energetic dome surrounding you. Just feel it extend in a dome-shaped fashion some distance away from your body. How close is it? I don't know. It's up to you. For me, it feels like some meters at the very least. And inside of that dome, there's peace. There is no propaganda. There is no psycho-spiritual invasion or archetypal takeovers. You don't lose yourself. You're just there. At the center of the dome, sitting as the tree. The tree of life. The tree of your 
future beautiful experiences. Sunrises and sunsets on the other side of this dystopian timeline. A better world. As all represented in this oak. This oak will stand here on the other side of this bullshit. And that is your oak at the center of the sanctuary, surrounded now by a dome. The oak along in the spine and the dome around your being. And just feel that. And just feel all of the lies of the world not being able to penetrate this place. Almost like the inside is in slow motion. And the outside is just full of chaos and speed. Propaganda. Manipulators. Journalists that can't do anything but represent the forces of tyranny because either they're too weak or they're too afraid. Their influence just falls away. Their fear doesn't face you anymore. Because inside of this dome of sanctuary, everything is okay. And then you feel as well the boundary of the warriors within the dome. This is your no. This is your no further. You may use your arms to demonstrate this. You may also just feel this in your being. You could beat something, but just have this idea that inside of this dome, there's a defensive perimeter with warriors standing ready to repel anyone who would go through. Because they're protecting life itself. They're protecting life. As the forces outside want to destroy life, you're protecting it inside this sanctuary. And finally, from above, the blessing reign of God, the sovereign archetype, knowing that you're loved, that you belong, that you were born now because you have the fortitude to take it, to go through this. It is not by happen chance. It is not something to be victimized over. It is something to be empowered by. I am strong enough to have been born at this critical juncture of humanity's experiment. I am. So just feel that at the center of this dome, raining down over you as blessings. I am loved. I belong. I'm okay. I'm safe. At this point, I do not believe it's going to be possible to move through this period without having this connection. We will need to reconnect with God in whatever way you choose. But it does appear like there is a spiritual attack on humanity right now.
that I do not want to speculate too much about. But I do find myself internally in a bit of a spiritual war. And I'm not so interested in that energy, man. So I'm building my sanctuary. And all of this garbage can just stay garbage. And I can feed this energy and expand it out into the world, to you, to others, to my family, my loved ones. Because when each and every one of us builds these internal sanctuaries, we get to know that it will be okay on the other side of things. That is so much better than despairing over what is occurring. Like many now are. Men despairing because they don't think they're strong enough. Not daring to lean in. Not doing what their soul wants them to do because they don't believe that they can. But you're wrong. You're wrong. You can. You can just shake loose a little bit. Maybe breathe a little longer. Intentional breaths. So, let's start wrapping up today's episode. As I stand next to the roots and the trunk here of the oak, if I were a tree hugger, which I only very occasionally am, um, Michelle likes trees, we hug trees sometimes together. I think I would need about six of me to get my arms around this oak. So it's, uh, it's an impressive one. Gorgeous creature. This um, upcoming Sunday, we'll actually deepen into this sanctuary, this activation of this inner architecture that we just tasted a little bit. It's a deepening of the August 22nd ceremony. And if you hear this before the 5th of September, consider joining us. We'll take five days to anchor this in, in a very deep way, so that you will never lose it. And if you should struggle with some internal turmoil, activation of fear, you just summon the sanctuary to bring yourself back home and you can get on with creating the better world. So if that's something that you're interested in, please join us on innerthrone.com slash activation. And as I'm heading back home, I wish you a wonderful weekend. I have fairly often new people that I don't know are listening to this podcast reach out to me and uh, tell me what these episodes of me just walking and talking mean to you guys and that you feel a level of clarity and many of you are telling me that it's so rare for you to experience anyone's voice of of truth and that's what i'm trying to do to bring unfiltered truth the kind of thing the kind of truth that yeah you, you can just feel that it's not contaminated by all of this toxic bullshit trying to be woke or trying to be ideological or political in some kind of way it could all burn down to the ground for all i care so anyway 
thank you so much for paying attention, for being a part of this little project of mine, this growing project of mine, and um, yeah, for making it more meaningful to me. So whenever you have been listening for a while and not communicated to me what it's done for you, I would love for you to reach out and just share a little bit. Because whenever you do that, I feel more motivated. Because this is mainly a one-way format and it just feels lovely to me. So I wish you an absolutely wonderful weekend. I will be preparing the field of the... Seeds of Sanctuary 5-day activation this weekend. So I won't be shooting any guns or going to any restaurants in a country here in Sweden that is still open. But I will be just sinking into this field. And if you want to join me, then just feel into this vision that I've given you today over this weekend. And be part of building the field for this transformational ritual container and let it ripple out into the world and ensure that more and more people find this sanctuary in their lives. Have a great weekend. I'll talk to you next Friday. Thank you for joining me in this week's Walking with the Archetypes. It's been a pleasure to spend this time with you. And don't forget, you are invited to come walk with me next Friday when we will take another deep dive into the archetypal realms. To go deeper with this masculine operating system, head over to MasculineOS.com for a comprehensive free guide.